Mishnayis Adias, opening up with Perak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. The Gahati opens up with an introduction here, that the first three Mishnayis that we'll bring down, there'll be a discussion of a machlok between Shammai and Hillel. However, the Lecha will not fall like either of them, rather like a third opinion, the Chachamim, that will argue on them. And the first Mishnah here is actually also the first Mishnah in Mesechta Nida. It's the same exact Mishnah. And to discuss a woman, an Isha Shirasa Dam Nida, a woman that sees Dam Nida, at what point is she going to be Tame to make tires that she touches Tuma? And the Lacha is Sheisha Yetzel Adam Makar, a woman. Once the blood leaves her Makar, once it leaves the uterus, even though the blood has not left her actual body yet, but has left the Makar, she is Tame. That's the Halacha. As the Pasuk says, in her basar, in her flesh, meaning even though it's still in her body, but if it left the Makar, she is now Tame. So this will be the focus point of the Mishnah. Shammai Omer, Shammai says, all women that see Damnita, Dayan Shaitan. What does that mean? We give them the status of a Tame woman from the moment they see the blood leave their body and onward. To be Tame Taras that they touch. We're not concerned that maybe the blood already left the Makar and it's uh, still in the body, and maybe she was Tame ready from beforehand. No, we don't have the concern. Rather, we say that the leaving of the Dam from the Makar. And the woman actually seeing it leave her actual body, it comes at the same time. And therefore, when does she become tummy? When she actually sees the blood leave her body. From one bedika to the next. Meaning, if she checks herself, in her previous bedika, she found herself to be tar. And then several days later, she checks herself again, and now she sees that she's tummy. She sees she, dumb. Meaning, the first bedika that she did, she found that she's tar, she had no blood. And then several days later, she checked again, and now she sees dams coming out, she's tummy. Sorry, kol hataras, all the taharas that she touched, mishas ha-bedika from the time of the first bedika, will be tummy lemafreya retroactively. So she did a bedika on Sunday, she was clean. She did a bedika on Tuesday, and now she finds that she's, she has dam, she's tummy. So everything lemafreya retroactively from Sunday is going to be tummy as well that she touched. Afilia Maharbi, even if it's many days between the two Badikas, because Hillel is going to be Mahmer, and he's going to hold that we're concerned that maybe immediately after the first Badika, it's already when the blood came out of the Makar, and she didn't feel it. So, therefore, Lamafreya from the first Badika, anything that she touched is going to be Tami. Neither like the opinion of Shammai, who's being very lenient, nor like the opinion of Hillel, who's being very strict. Which is just a side point. Normally, Hillel is the one that's lenient, Shammai is the one that's strict. This mission is one of the exceptions where it's the other way around. So the Chumim argue both on Shammai and Hillel, and they hold, So like this. Me'es will shrink the Zman of, between Pekida and Pekida. The Zman, meaning Kalimar, Imha Zman at the time between each Bedika was more than Me'es Le'es, Ace Le'es is 24 hours, then Temeaz Hataharos Shinagabahan, Kaidem Riyasa, Toich Me'es Le'es Bavad. Only the things that she touched will become Tame during the period of that 24 hour period. 
Tamei Sataharos, the Taros that you touched it become Tamei. Kaidim Riyasa, before she actually saw the blood, Toch Be'ezle Ezbaf, only within a 24 hour period. So look at the past 24 hours, anything she touched, that's going to be Tamei. Meaning, if the time between the two bedikos is less than 24 hours, for example, she checked herself in the morning and she was tar, and she checked herself in the evening and she's tummy. It's only been 12 hours, less than 24 hours. So now, she'll only make tummy things that she touched from the first bedika that morning, which is 12 hours ago. The mission continues. This is how the Chachamim argue on Hill and Shammai. And the Halacha is going to follow like the Chachamim. The mission continues. Any woman that has a Veset, meaning she sees her Dam Nida at a very specific time, every 30th of the month or whatever it is, she knows exactly when she has her Dam Nida. So she'll only make things Tamei from the time of her Ia and onward. I think Mark explains. They're talking about a case where she actually saw the dam at the time of her vest. But if she sees dam not at the time of her vest, then she'll have the status of all women that are metame, either me'ez le'ez, or me'kilokida, like the pain of the chavon that we just said. Ha'mashamashas one who wipes herself with a matachas, a cloth, before tashmish, and after tashmish for a bedika. Ha'ezu kipikida, this is like a pekita, meaning she, if she does not find a dam on the matachas, on the cloth, that she wipes herself after tashmish, so this is viewed as a bedika, and therefore, therefore, meaning this bedika, the one that's going to be after the tashmish, it will be will shrink the time between the eis and the bedika, meaning if within 24 hours she sees dam, so only the taharis that she touched from the Time of the Bediga after Tashmish and onward will be Tamei. And the Gemara explains that it's also it's a mitzvah on every woman, even a woman that has a vest, to be Mishamish with these Edom, uh, with these cloths, uh, to do a Bediga before and after Tashmish. It points out that it's a mitzvah. But the point here is, is that that, uh, um, that Mishamish be Edom, when I was checking herself during that time period, will be deemed a bedika and fall under this category that the Chum are saying with regards to the Eisl Eis Mekit Bukita. And this is how we pass in La Lacha, that we view whatever time is less. If the time between the two bedikas is more than 24 hours, we just go by uh, what was within the past 24 hours. And if it's less than 24 hours, then we'll just go by the last, uh, the last bedika. Mishnah Beis, we now go into the concepts of Hafrashas Chala. Says Shammai, Shammai Emma Shammai says, Mikav lechala, one who's making dough. So you have to make at least a measurement of kav echad of kemach, one kav of flour, about two liters, in order to be chayev in hafrashas chala. Vehilomer, mikabayim. No, ain't isa chayev as bechalach. Dough would only be chayev in hafrashas chala if you have at least the measurement of two kav of kemach of flour. And the reason between Shammai and Hillel is based on the Pasuk. It says, Rashis are resusachim chala trimutruma. So this truma's chal, this gift of chal, which is given to the kohen, has to be a significant gift. The ainisim nepachas mikabeitza. A giving has to be at least the size of a kabeitza of an egg. So Shammai is going to hold. Says the share of chala for a balabayas when he makes dough for himself is it one twenty fourth. So lechen isa mikav echad. If dough comprised of one kav would be chayav and chala. Why? Because kav who shear esmar balabeitza. A kav is twenty four beitzim. So it comes out one twenty fourth is exactly one egg, 
and it's a perfect share of the Nesina to give to the Kohanim, and therefore one Kav, which is 24 Beitzim, would be Chayim in Hafrash's Chala. Whereas Hill holds it, no, we don't, we're not Meshar with a Baal bias, the dough of a Baal bias, we're Meshar with a dough and not of a baker. Shashir Lechal Hishir for Chala is 148th of the dough. It comes out, you have to separate Mikabayim from Mikabayim Beitza. You have to separate from two Kav is when you'll get the Shir of a Beitza. Again, not like Shaman, not like Hillel. Al Kavu Mechza Chayavim Bechala. A Kav and a half is Chayav and Chala. Because they dash not to Rashi's every so Sechem, Kedai Isa's Midbar, like the Isa of the, of, the, of the Midbar, which is the Omer. As it says, the Omer Asiris Eifa Hu. And her Eifa is Shmona Esar Kav, it's 18 Kav. Comes out, Isa's Midbar, the Isa of the desert, of the Midbar over there, as Bechayav and Chala, would be two Kav. Minus a fifth, so it's one point eight. Um, however, what happened was is when they we said it was one 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 point five, we're still at one point eight. So when they came to Yushalayim, the measurements they increased by a sixth. So any midbar, any measurement of the midbar uh, became mida mida midbarias nasa became five sixths of the mida of Yushalayim. Yushalayim. So a serious eifa the mida Yushalayim would be a kav of mechz kav and a half. Because you take, they, they, you take 1.8 times 5, 6, you come out with 1.5. This is what the when they say, Kav Mech, it's a Kav and a half, it's a Kav and a half of, of, in Yushalayim. That's Chayav and Chala. This is the Isa of the Omer, the Dove of the Korban Omer, that the Torah's Mechai is to separate from in Chala. And then in Mishagdila Hamidos, a second time in Sipori, the measurements grew. Mishagdila Hamidah, the Yushalayim Shir now grew by a sixth. The Chavam said, It's got to be five quarters, meaning a kav and a quarter from Tzipori, which would be a kav and a half in Yerushalayim. Chayev and Asus would be Chayev in Chala. And that's the Chavam's opinion. Five quarters of a kav is exempt from Chala. It's Chamisha Va'od is Chayavin. In Isa Chayev's Bechala, only if, unless you have a mashu more than, so it's five quarters and a mashu more. Uh, to be chayv and chal according to Abiyosi, because according to Abiyosi, he holds that you have to leave over in the isa. Tzarech liyishar beisa shir chamesh ravam kav. You have to be left over with five quarters of a kav in the dough after you separate the chal. Achar farshas chala mimena, and therefore the, the Abiyosi is going to hold. It's got to be five quarters of a kav and just a bit more. So when you take about, when you take away that tiny bit for farshas chala, you left over with five kav. However, again, like we said, the halacha is going to follow like the rachamim in our mishnah.